Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Stories from House Arrest. Uh, my name is Jordan Merrick and as always it's a great pleasure to be here today. I can't believe we're only two weeks away from episode 20. Um, when I started uh, this podcast, well, 18 weeks ago, um, I set out to do maybe four episodes. Um, you know, I thought this would be a good opportunity to fill some time uh, while, you know, obviously free time is plentiful these days with uh, COVID and stuff. Um, but it's amazing to see it grow and, and to see new listeners come on board and uh, to see so many people embracing the concept. It's been such an incredible ride and I'm really excited for, you know, this is obviously the first 20, I'm really excited to keep it going and, um, you know, really make this platform something worth sharing and it's uh, obviously got, um, you know, it's it's come a long way. I think I've still got plenty of work to do to get the world of podcasting right, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I really appreciate everyone who's, who's jumped on board uh, during this journey, so... Thank you. Keep sticking around. And with episode 20 coming on, I really want to lock in, uh, you know, somebody who, um, you know, really encapsulates Queensland music. And if you guys have any suggestions, hit me up. I'm really keen to hear who you want to hear on this show. Uh, Get them on and uh, we'll make it a really special 20th episode. Uh, But we've got a very special episode for you today because we've got the incredible Maisie Taylor. Now, Maisie is someone I've known, not personally, but as a musician for you know, at least a year or so now, I think, and um, and she's someone who, when I think of feeling at ease and I think of feeling happy and comfortable, I think of Maisie Taylor's music. Uh, her songwriting is so calming, and, you know, she's got a song that she did with uh, another fantastic musician named Hello Jane called home and I really really recommend everybody go go and listen to that song because it'll just make you feel so happy and so content so that's my one my one suggestion for you guys today but Maisie Taylor and I have a really good chat about you know where she came from uh, how she got to Brisbane and of course what shapes her as a songwriter what she does and how she she ticks and how she you know creates music like home Um, we talk about collaborating with other artists in particular uh, Maddie from Hello Jane and it's a really you know it's a really great powerful awesome conversation with an awesome part of the Brisbane music scene so let's get into it I'd like to introduce Maisie Taylor oh, Maisie how, how is how's 2020 for you oh it was pretty rough actually it was not my best year there's a lot of uncertainty which I don't love as an anxious person I like to know what's happening so there was a lot of learning but yeah it was pretty tough yeah that was definitely I think uncertain sums it up Mm. very very well yeah and um, I think it's it's really interesting when you think about last year and then you compare it to like the lockdowns of this year which I don't know, like, how have you, like, how would you compare, like, say, the one that we just got out of to, to last year? Like, what's your, what's your, your feeling towards that compared to the, the OG one? Well, I had an interesting, but like, very different experiences with both of them. So, the first lockdown, because I'm from Byron down in New South Wales, I mm. was like, oh my God, they're going to shut the borders. Like, I'm not going to see my family for all this time. So, mm. I literally like packed up 
all my houseplants and got in the car and drove home, mm. not really knowing how long I'd be down there. And all my brothers moved back. So it was like a totally different thing. Mm. Like it was just like kind of going back to being a teenager for a bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was quite fun. Like it was tough, but there were some really nice aspects of it. Mm. Um, and then last week I was I got a COVID test um, and then I waited five days for it to come back. So I was in isolation. <laughs> so oh, was, no. Yeah, it was pretty rough. So I think last year compared to last week was actually better for me in a weird mm. way. Mm. But you got to work on your handstanding ability. It's true, so. it's true, <laughs> <laughs> which I've now given up on. <laughs> oh, look, that's like a totally a lockdown thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll pick it up again. It's like this one thing that I I randomly got into over um, lockdown and I've never told anyone this. So this is like exclusive. (laughs) So to give you a bit of backstory. So I had a lot of stuff in storage from like 2011 and I only got it out of storage um, like at the start of last year. So I had boxes of like childhood stuff just sitting there. Anyways, I was unpacking it and I found my old yo-yo and I had this yo-yo from when I was like 10. And somehow it was still working. Like the string yeah. was like brown, Strong. but it was still working. <laughs> so during the first lockdown, I was so bored. I was just like just playing with the yo-yo. And yeah, now I'm Got like, I literally. yo-yo moves. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like my go-to when I'm just like needing like a, like a mind break. Yeah, do, they're quite do, fun I have, actually. I have no, tricks? honestly, I have no tricks. I'm <sighs> terrible. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I can do the, actually I can do one trick where you, where you let it go down and then you flick it around. Yeah, so, nice. That's a yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah. I know. Party like, trick. Just, uh, dusting my shoulders <laughs> Just a <off>. yo-yo <laughs> yeah. expert. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame this is an audio podcast because my mm. example of how I do it was just so accurate. Yeah, right? yeah. I would love <laughs> the world to see that. But <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it's one of those things, eh, with lockdown. You've just got to find something to pass the time. It's and something to take your mind off it. Yeah. Was um was there anything else like besides obviously handstanding that <laughs> that you sort of found yourself like gravitating towards over over the periods? Was it just music? Or... Yeah, music was a big one. Like I did find myself writing a lot and just having more time to write. Mm. Um, and I also got back into reading like fiction and nonfiction again, which was quite cool. Nice. Yeah. Lots of books. What sort of um, fiction do you read? I read, I tend to read quite, I guess, realistic fiction, like those kind of just like, I don't know, like a woman doing things in the world and stuff happens to her. Mm. Um, Yeah, I don't know why. That's quite like kind of similar to my life but different, I guess. Yeah. Did you find yourself reading like? Like any, like were they like thrillers or were they more just like drama or? I, I would tend, I sometimes have like a thriller, but if I have a thriller on the go, I also need like a rom com kind of on the go so I can get to sleep still. Um, what did I read? Just like, um, like where the crawdads sing. That was one of my favorites from last year. It's just like about, um, this woman like who lived in a swamp in mm. like the south and just this beautiful imagery. I think just some sort of escape from the day-to-day yeah 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 definitely I um I, I went through a bit of a Stephen King phase over oh COVID yeah and yes. it was really good and then I got to the stand and I was reading it and I was like too realistic I, too to, really? uh, I don't think I can read a virus book during yeah the no pandemic. no <laughs> too close yeah. to home 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good to have that escape. Did you find like with your songwriting, were you writing about the experience of the last year and a half or was um, it do you, do you generally similar to the rom-com mm, is it like your escape you're I writing think it about was a bit of an escape like mm. I didn't find it was a bit of both I guess like I didn't there wasn't that much happening in my life to like draw inspiration from I guess so I think it mm. changed my writing process in that like I kind of started pulling little bits of inspiration and keeping them in my pocket and then when I wanted to write a song I kind of piece a few together and make mm. something that way. Whereas normally it was very like, wait till something happens and I need to process something. So it's been mm. good in terms of keeping me more consistent with my writing. Yeah. 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 That's good. And um, so but like topically, did you find um, like, did you write any lockdown songs like specifically about everything? Or? Um, last week, like in the most recent lockdown, um, Hella Jane and I did a Zoom writing session and we did a we did a lockdown song. <laughs> we did a nice, yeah, about how I was feeling in my isolation. Very nice. So that, was it, did you, do you think it's a good song? I actually do. We played it back, um, yesterday was the first time we actually played it in person, which was quite nice. And I was mm. like, yeah, this is really nice. It's, it's cool to have someone else's kind of input because otherwise it could be a bit you know woe is me like <laughs> dark <laughs> just going yeah. crazy and doing handstands you know <laughs> well i hope the handstand features in the <laughs> in the like, track yeah yeah it's some better. percussive <laughs> element or something yeah yeah the Me sound of like landing on the wall like, yeah <laughs> wow listen, listen to that kick drum yeah, yeah. where did they yeah. get that sound <laughs> mm, that's an yeah. idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i did one proper lockdown song and yeah it stunk, and it just stunk so yeah it's yeah, i find it a bit cringe honestly yeah. like yeah. the referencing something about it, it maybe it's because it's still kind of happening mm. but it's like when people reference like i don't know something really like i don't know topical in songs if it's too soon it feels like well like you can't say that yet kind of thing yeah and yeah, I feel like sort of, as you said, like it can be really cringe when mm. you do it. And I think you've got to, I think if you get, get it from the right angle, I yeah. think it can be good, but it's like, I mean, I've always found that with like writing really personal songs. I find yeah. when I do it, I generally, they almost always turn out to be cringe. Mm. Um, so I, I just like, I like to like write like fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. About so other people. Easier. Yeah. I find that. Yeah. yeah. It can be a lot easier. Just that separation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. like over over lockdown, I did a lot of writing, but I found like it was just all stories. That I was, you know, sort of similar to what you were saying, mm. just trying to find inspiration and then writing stories about that sort of re- almost reflected the times that we're yeah. in, but not, but, but they weren't someone about else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. interesting to find that perspective that because I guess there are still universal themes, you know, like mm. feeling isolated or like uncertain, like. It's not the only time we felt these things, but it really is the big thing at the moment. Yeah, mm. yeah, it really is. You yes. can't avoid it. No, as <laughs> yeah. much as we try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of um, my co-writing, like how, how long have you and Hello Jane been doing songs together? Um, it's probably coming up to three years. Is that right? Two, two years. Hmm. 
I think two, yeah, just about two years. Um, we met through her. Um, she was booking the B sides at the Milk Factory. Oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah, she just yeah, yeah, they were so cool. She messaged me and was like, "Do you want to play this gig?" Um, and then we met and we were like, "Oh, we should try writing together." And we just had really good writing chemistry, and also mm. like really liked each other as friends. So it's been a very good, yeah, just worked. Yeah. yeah, that's so nice. How do you find it? Like, how do you find co-writing and writing like together versus mm. solo? Like, what's what's the biggest difference? Would you say? Yeah, I guess before um, Hello Jane and I started writing together, I didn't have much co-writing experience, and I didn't really want to do it. I think I was a bit younger, and I had this idea of like they're my songs. You know, they have to mm. be mine like I don't need help kind of thing like Mm. just some stubborn (laughs) 20 year old attitude (laughs) um but I think when we write together at first at least we kind of just like you were saying more fictional kind of concepts rather than Mm. I don't know a breakup or like you know it kind of helps you get outside of yourself a bit Mm. yeah um and yeah just having someone else to bounce off like you tend Mm. to hit a point where you're like stuck for an idea and that's kind of when the other person picks up a bit more and you just sort of take turns in that yeah for pushing sure. pulling kind of thing mm. yeah do you find um like do you have to let your walls down a bit when you do it or do you, you definitely have to be ready like you say stuff and you're like this is so dumb you know you're like this is a terrible idea and this is so cheesy but here you go you just have to like yeah not have that fear of your ideas being stupid um because sometimes the other person hears it and goes oh yeah no Mm. I get that if we change this like I get the sentiment behind it yeah yeah oh that's nice Mm. yeah it's something honestly I've always struggled with like co-writing yeah I, I don't know. I don't know particularly why. Mm. Um, I'm definitely like, it's something I've, I'm open to and I've tried, but I don't know. I just, it just never, I never seen the vibe with it. I don't know why. Yeah. I think, I think it really is like a chemistry kind of thing. Mm. Like I feel like it is right person. Yeah. And like right ideas kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm definitely, I think the hard part for me is just more on the lyrics side than yeah. anything. Like with, I mean, I, I suppose it's not co writing, but. Like they've got people I go to and I say like show me what you hear in this song and like mm, like, let's like arrangement it. wise or, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm very open with that stuff it's yeah. just lyrics are the part I haven't quite got there yeah I, yeah I think as you said like chemistry is would be such an important thing yeah um with that sort of stuff no doubt do you um do you have a preference or do you like them both equally I or? like them both they feel they do feel quite different I guess like. I don't know what, like, yeah, it feels like kind of two separate avenues to songwriting. And I think, like, I still really love writing my own songs, especially if it's, like, something that I'm needing to figure out for myself kind of and work through. Yeah. Then just, like, you know, sitting in your room and writing a song, like, just always feels so good once you've, like, kind of gotten that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like but, the weight off your shoulders, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's nice to also sometimes have someone to be like, finish that song, you know, we're going to write this song. Like um, the song Home, Maddie mm. and I sat down and she was like, all right, we've got half an hour, let's write a mm. song. And that song came out of it and it's like one of my favourite ones to sing. 
That song is just beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's a song that literally every time it comes up on my like my random Brisbane playlist, I'm yeah. just like, ah, oh, I just yeah. feel so, I just feel so relaxed. Yeah, it's song. thank you. It feels like with that song and quite a few of the songs we write for me, at least, like it feels like we didn't write them in a way. Like it feels like that mm. song always existed, and we kind yeah. of just like picked it out of the air or something. Mm. Mm. That's so interesting. What a, that's a really good way of looking at it. I remember um, reading Bob Dylan say that uh, someone asked him, like, where do, you, where do you come up with these songs? It's like, yeah. they're just in the wind and I just, yeah. to just hear them and I quickly write them down and, and sing it so I yeah. don't forget it. Yeah, it's I feel like, like that's <laughs> the beauty of folk music, hey? Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Folk is, yeah, especially, like, it's such a, it's such a timeless genre. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Um, because it's just it's it is what it is it's just yeah. it's, it's it's heart and soul stuff it really yeah. is and it, it, you want it to be familiar like but it still is like mm. relevant enough that it's still alive and thriving as well yeah. which i think says a lot for what it is as a, as a genre yeah mm. have, have you seen the movie inside lewin davis yeah i watched it actually not i think i watched it this year yeah. oh yeah i yeah. love that film yeah there's a great quote in it and it's um if it's never new and always old it's a folk song yeah like, right totally. <laughs> that's how this song felt actually yeah yeah mm. <laughs> um with your writing i was going to ask do you have like a specific process that you follow when you go to write a song on your own like or are you very much a spur of the moment type of writer or Ooh, it is a bit spur of the moment i feel like i've gotten like i was saying like a bit better at um kind of being a bit more routine like mm. like I do have this big long notes thing on my phone that I can just be like I want to write a song and pull out and see if I can hear a melody and put some chords to it kind of thing mm. but I think um I I always kind of struggle to figure out where I start in terms of like lyrics melody chords kind of thing I think lyrics are like my main foundation like mm. I need to know what I want to say before I know what it sounds like kind of thing yeah how, how do you know what you want to say like what how do you how do you find that point yeah true um I don't know I'm just I try to like pay attention to like even if I'm just out for a walk like if something catches my eye visually or like a phrase kind of pops into my head or that kind of thing or like mm. little like couplets kind of yeah yeah no that's that's so it's, yeah no no but that that's like I, it's so good hearing someone else say because i'm very similar the yeah. way I, I like to write i used to be very um very routine yeah with the way i tried to approach writing and it worked mm. really well i was able to write a lot but then as i've gotten older i sort of I, I find myself gravitating more towards finding the moments yeah and then writing when i when the song comes to me yeah, versus yeah, trying to sit at my desk and see what i can come up with yeah. um i've always been a you know writing my phone type like yeah. the same as you like mm. I, I i send text messages to myself ah, so that's I, interesting. I never forget yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and sometimes like you look at your, your three messages and you just find a like a, a a little quote yeah and it's just describing something that you see you saw yeah and it's amazing the world it can open up in your mind's eye right you can yeah. just see the scene and um and then one thing i i sort of i learned a while ago it's a quote from um f scott fitzgerald the mm. writer 
um, is just find the key emotion and that's all you need to write your story. Yeah, because um, that's what so- the rest is kind of decoration. Yeah. 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 So, so I, yeah, so I try, try to find the scene, so mm. whatever I've seen, whatever I've sort of noted down, or if it's on, on the fly. Yeah. And then I just try to think, okay, what is the emotion behind mm. it? Yeah. And then I just, whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how you want to express yeah, it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think it there's can... a real beauty to, like, both of those approaches, I guess. Like the... Mm the more like planned, I guess, mm. kind of like sitting down, making yourself write a song, but also like sometimes it just like comes out of you and it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's obviously, uh, I think a bit more coherence if you plan a song and you work on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but sometimes um, they drive you crazy. Like yeah. I could write like and rewrite and rewrite and red text and, you know, like, mm. and you just yeah. don't know when to stop. Yeah, mm. and then you look at it and you're like, this is not the original song yeah. I had in mind. And, and like, I don't want I'm, to play I'm never, yeah, yeah. never playing that again. Yeah, <laughs> I hate this song. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> have you been, how long have you been songwriting for? Um, I started probably when I was like 13 or 14. I was like, cool, I'm going to be Taylor Swift. Great. I'm going <laughs> to write some like country pop. Um, And I just, I actually still have this like notebook. It's like a big bigger than a4 and like just like so many songs about year seven you know it was a lot there's a lot <laughs> lot to process um and then I think when I was 16 I remember writing like a song that I still play um called breathe which is about like splendor when I was 16 and like this boy and that was the first song I wrote that I felt like feels like me as a songwriter more than me mm. trying to be someone else I guess yeah now that's a special special thing to to reflect on i mm. think when you can if you can narrow it down and say what was the first song where i found myself yeah as a songwriter that i still don't mind playing kind of thing I yeah it's what makes it for me yeah yeah and it's funny i think when you have that song you never forget it mm. like I, I literally still remember the moment I wrote this, that song that was like my version of that song. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, I would have thought it would have been younger, but it took, I mean, I started songwriting probably similar age, like maybe mm-hmm. 13, 14. Yeah. Um, probably wasn't until I was 21 that I wrote the, the song the, like, that I was like. first good yeah, kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. the first time I really realised that this is how I need to tell my stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not always, I don't always write the same genre, but mm. that was when I realized that that's, you know, you know, as you said, the, the moment where you know what your voice is. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, this yeah. could be a thing. Yeah. 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 So with Breathe, like, you know, ha- ha- so how old are you now? 23. 23. So that's what, seven that. years ago. Yeah. H- how do you, when you play it now, like how do you reflect on that song now versus when you wrote it? Um, I guess when I wrote it, I was still very much in that, like, having a crush on someone kind of phase. And now, but now it really does bring me back to that in like quite a nostalgic way. Mm. And it's kind of nice to be like, oh, little Maisie, you know, writing a song (laughs) on her ukulele in her bedroom. Um, And it's quite like visually descriptive, I guess I was kind mm. of into that. Like I can really picture there's a, um, a line that's like lay back beneath the stars, everything else seems so far, like just lying on the hill at like the mm. amphitheatre and that cold, like it really takes me back to that space, which is quite mm. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. Mm. When you when you perform and you're singing these songs, do you, do you ever visualise 
those memories when you're playing or do you find that it, it's a that's more when you're that's more time for reflecting mm. when you're not on stage or? yeah I think it really depends on the gig I feel like probably when I do let myself kind of get more into the songs like that and let myself kind of like mm. think about what I'm saying I perform better whereas like sometimes it also really depends on like the scene whether I'm like putting on a show or whether I'm in like Queen Street Mall and there's mm. kids running and like I'm easily distracted kind of thing or I'm not prepared yeah. and I'm thinking about the chords kind of thing. Mm. So I think it definitely can be like I can get into that kind of more flow state, I think. Mm. And especially that song that I've been singing for so long, like I really know where it sits in my voice and I don't have to think about that technical side of it as much. So I think yeah. I can go there a bit more. Yeah, mm. it's always so nice when you can when you can f- like feel what you're singing, and not, yeah. it's not just the chords. What am I doing? Am I looking stupid? <laughs> like, what yeah, am I going to play yeah. next? Yeah, where's yeah. my set list gone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you um do you ever play with like a band, or do you just generally play solo? I've played like, solo. separate to like Hello Jane. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not like the duo kind of thing. Mm. I've always kind of played solo, but I've recently had a couple of shows that I did as a trio for the first time ever, which was very cool. Yeah, and we were mm. meant to have a show last week at um, Can You Keep a Secret, mm. which will hopefully be postponed, but that's kind of my first experience of playing my songs with other mm. people on stage. Yeah. How, how, um, like, how was it? Like, how do you find it compared to playing solo? It's really different, but it's cool. Like, I think especially for these first few times, I really was in that that state of like okay this person's playing this and then I come in here and I have to you know I have to think about what everyone else is doing and like I'm like I'm looking at the guitar player now I'm looking Mm. at the audience like it's a lot to adjust to but it's so cool like it's just still kind of blows my mind that like these really cool musicians who I love like want to play my songs I think Mm. it's just something so nice about connecting through music yeah mm. definitely and sharing the stage yeah. with people yeah yeah and they're beautiful songs so why wouldn't they thank you, know? you. <laughs> yeah have you um have you been doing much recording like this year or yeah i've been working on a couple of songs which is exciting it's actually mm. a song i wrote after i saw your show at the junk bar oh yeah you know sometimes you see a gig and you're just so like oh i really want to write songs And I came home that night and this melody popped into my head just as I was falling asleep and I, like, recorded it into my phone. And the next day I just, like, smashed out this song that I really like. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. It's so funny you say that. Yeah. I was speaking to a friend earlier about this song. Literally, I played a gig um, with this guy called Frank Sultana. Yeah. Um, He's, like, a blues blues singer. And we played a show at the Junk Bar together. And watching his set, I was just just enthralled mm. in his music and it was like he has like a really good mix of like gospel and blues and Ooh. I just watched this and I was like man I just I got home I was like I really want to write yeah a song that's yeah. gospel blues right yeah. now so literally just similar thing I had the tune pop into my head I was like yeah. gotta do it and yeah, it's right. like, yeah. Sounds it's like, like the junk bar maybe it is. <laughs> yeah I tell you what, it's funny is like the junk bar and mm. can you keep a secret? Yeah. The, the decor, the, it's such a yeah, this special place. Yeah. yeah. And they're just full of like creative energy. Yeah, oh. it's true. Yeah. And like they feel like, yeah, they've got 
they've seen some things, you know, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Especially can you keep a secret? Every room is just so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there. I've only ever been there once. Yeah. And it was so, so nice to go there. It was actually literally to play a gig. And yeah. I haven't been back. But yeah. I really. They do some cool shows. Yeah. Well, something. when when you reschedule yours, you have to let yes. me know. I'd love yeah. to come along. No, you won't get locked out. <laughs> yes. No more. No more no of that, more. please. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, there's definitely stuff in the works. It just, it does always take longer than I think. Um, so I'm trying to be more organized and have stuff kind of in the pipeline. Mm. Um, and it's been a bit tough, I don't know, just to keep that momentum and keep that kind of hope that like, you know, it's Mm. hard to be like, cool, I'm going to plan this release and this show. And I've gotten a bit defeated, I think lately. And I just kind of don't want to think about anything too far away Mm. for the moment. Yeah, I think it's really understandable. And I think, um, like, from speaking to, like, a lot of artists, even just through the podcast, mm. um, I feel like this latest lockdown is the, the, po- the, sorry, not the podcast, the lockdown that has made everyone deflated. Yeah. Because last year was, we didn't know what the hell yeah. was going on. Yeah. This year, the hope was back. Mm-hmm. We're out of lockdown. Then a snap lockdown. Okay, yeah. we're out again. Sure Another one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then this one just felt really extended. Yeah. It felt really real. Even yeah. when it was just announced, it was announced as a three day. Yeah. Like, no one thought it was going to be three yeah. days. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was the most deflating lockdown, I think. We've yeah. Had. I mean, I don't even know how Melbourne does it. You know, like six lockdowns, mm. like the fatigue of just not knowing when it's going to end. Yeah. Like, so full on and we've had it pretty good as far yeah. as it goes but mm. it's still so tough on the arts yeah it really is the arts and and you know retail and hospitality yeah. it's just it's made it so tricky mm. um, yeah what, what can you do though you've just got to you know roll with the punches yeah. and then dust yourself off and try yeah. again yeah especially think, in music that's yeah exactly <laughs> that's all there is I think it's nice yeah. to like to take some space and it's it's been good in a way in that it feels like there's a bit less pressure mm. like it feels like everyone's kind of taking a bit of space so it's not like yeah. I'm falling behind it's like the whole industry is kind of a bit slower than the normal kind of fast pace I guess which is kind of mm. a blessing I'm sure in a way yeah for some of us <laughs> yeah yeah well speaking of like the pace of living. Yes. Well, so you grew up in Byron Bay, did yeah. you? Yeah. What was, I was that like? Born in Canberra and I moved to America for a couple oh, of years wow. and then we moved to Byron when I was like, yeah, 11. So like spent mm. 10 years there about. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what was it like living in Byron, like growing up? Um, It was cool. It was a beautiful place to live, you know, I'm very lucky with the beaches and waterfalls and. Just like, yeah, I guess a slower kind of pace of life. And Mm -hmm. I went to a Steiner school, which really like encourages creativity and Mm -hmm. had heaps of opportunities to perform and play music. And yeah, it was very good. Yeah, very lucky upbringing, I think. What what made you want to come to Brisbane? Um, I actually started studying music at QT. And I, I mean, I love... Byron and I think it's great and it, there is some really cool music and a great live music scene but I you know when you grow up in a small town you want to move out and go see the big cities and 
get some, you know, meet some new people and it just felt like a good kind of place for me. Yeah, mm. I started that course at QT and did a year of it, <laughs> but it got me <laughs> got me up here, which I'm really glad yeah. I did make the move. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I, I considered studying music too mm. and then I just sort of, thought to myself well I really want to be a songwriter yeah wanna, that's the sort of musician I want to be it's like I don't know if I'm ever going to learn I don't think song- they can like, teach you that hey? yeah <laughs> I feel like you, you go and listen to the great songwriters yeah. of, of all time and yeah. you, you read their lyrics and you look at their structures it's like that's the best lesson you yeah can get, and you right, just I practice think. you just keep writing and then practice yeah right as many bad songs as you yes. can get them <laughs> so out of your system. <laughs> There's more where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> if only we were judged on our bad songs. Right? <laughs> Life would be... We'd be so famous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was um, I, was your house very musical? Like, um, or was that just generally? Did that stand through school? Or? Um, yeah, my house. My dad um taught himself guitar from a flute book when he was 12. Oh, wow. <laughs> One of those annoyingly <laughs> talented people. Um, so yeah. he always, like, sang us to sleep kind of thing and we would always, yeah, my brother learnt guitar before me and then Dad taught me guitar when I was about 12. So there was always, mm. yeah, heaps of instruments. I played cello when I was little and always, yeah, like a typical Sunday morning is just kind of like passing the guitar around the table, which was just so nice it's kind of oh, just, that would have been lovely yeah it feels very related to family for me mm. yeah mm. did you um did did you feel any pressure as you got older to continue doing me like pursuing music or was that just like organic and natural for you or? yeah I think it was it was my choice like as much as my family are really musical and talented none of them are like professional musicians so I, I did feel like I was kind of forging my own path Mm. Um, and my parents have always been super supportive like I feel so lucky everyone's always like oh everyone tells you to get a real job and I've just never had that like I've Mm. just been so yeah lucky to come from a really supportive you know safe place to land Mm. if I need it (laughs) yeah yeah that's lovely you know it's it's funny when you think about music and the whole get a real job yeah yeah I, I was speaking to somebody earlier today um about how like, you know, the whole, there's so much talk around the government not supporting the arts mm-hmm. and everything like that. And um, we're just talking about, like, you know, when you go to university and you study, you get, like, um, you know, your student payments from the government, yeah. uh, whatever they're called. Yeah, um, or study or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do we clearly don't get them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you get like the hex debt, which mm-hmm. is actually as annoying as having a debt is, but they it basically allows you to study yeah. without having to, to upfork everything. Yeah. Out. Yep. So you, you get all these benefits to mm-hmm. help you pursue a job. But if you want to be a painter or a songwriter, there's no support period where you can say, okay, you get you get four years of of artist yeah. study to, yeah, to hone your craft. Yeah. And, focus on learning yeah and make connections or yeah yeah there's there's nothing like that Mm, unless you're doing it through that very like yeah yeah unless you're going through yeah exactly and even then it's not really you you know i don't yeah yeah Mm. i think you can go to uni and you can learn the technical side i mean this is obviously from the outside looking in 
But I, I don't think you learn the, the heart and soul. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's got to be with you from yeah. the get-go. Yeah, think. it's true. I think for me, like, what I found with uni was I did a year of it and I'm not very good at music theory or any of that. And I, there were definitely, like, great things that I learned from my year. Um, but then in between I did a, this little tour with a couple other Brisbane singer-songwriters and, you know, like, they just did it. Like, they just emailed people and like I released a song and wrote my own press release and like I was I was just figuring it out as I went and I was mm. like oh there's not going to be a point I don't think in this course where I'm going to learn these things mm. in the way that I need to like I just have to go out and do it kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, I think unless if you really want to do music theory or you want to play like jazz, yeah. I think jazz, go to uni if you want to, to play jazz. <laughs> or sing opera or yeah. be a teacher. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. No, I, it must have it been a, was it a good thing to realise, do you think? Like, you know, did you did you feel like you, it was time well spent to get to the yeah, point Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't yeah. for me kind of thing. And also I met some really cool musicians and I you know mm. even the lecturers and I learned heaps about production which I'd never delved into yeah. and I probably wouldn't have on my own kind of thing yeah 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 I feel like production would be such a great thing to learn because mm. you I, record yeah. yourself hey yeah, yeah yeah it took a long time yes. to learn how to do it <laughs> and a lot of I, I recently, when I say recently I think it was last year I was going through some old hard drives and I found some really early demos and I was like Oh, this is just terrible. <laughs> yeah. I can't sing. What yeah. am I doing? <laughs> Love that going through the, the records. Yeah. 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 And the old, the really corny songs I wrote in oh, high yeah. school. That, oh, yeah. Terrible. So funny. I terrible. was tearing up listening. I was literally crying in pain from listening to my year seven <sighs> heartbreak song. It was like, oh. yeah, very funny. We've uh, come I'm so sure, far. Yeah, I'm sure Taylor Swift would have liked them. Though. She would have been, yeah, like, watch out. Taylor yeah. Swift, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, well, where – so I want to ask you this question because it's something I, I recently asked another guest and I found it a really interesting question. So I figured I'd try it again. Yeah. Where Where do you see the world in a year's time? This is such a hard question <laughs> because I just really don't know because – if you asked me that this time last year, I would not have said Brisbane's come out of a lockdown, Melbourne and Sydney are in lockdown, Byron's in a lockdown. Mm. Like I was certain that normal would be back by now, whatever that means. But, yeah, I, I guess I'm a bit scared to guess because that's my uncertainty, fear. Yeah. Well, let's. How about we phrase it in a different way? So yeah. you're, so Maisie, you're sitting down at your desk. You're like, I'm going to write a short novel, mm-hmm. and it's going to be about 2022. Yeah. What's What's your ideal? Like, what What is 2022 best case scenario? Like, okay. what do you see? I would love to be able to travel again. I think that would be very exciting. Um, and hopefully, like touring would be very cool. Like just booking shows and playing them <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll even take local shows yeah literally <laughs> just want to play more together <laughs> uh, but yeah that would be cool traveling i mean i hope we can do that next year mm. um it, 
for me, it has also been quite nice to feel settled here for once mm. instead of feeling like I should be somewhere else. But yeah, I think travel is a big thing and just, yeah, being able to move freely in the world. Yeah. Yes. If you could pick a place to travel and say spend, let's just say six months there doing Ooh. music and seeing, like yeah. sightseeing, mm-hmm. where, where would you choose? I think if music is involved... I would go to New York. Yeah. I just watched um, the new documentary with Mark Ronson where he talks about all these different aspects of music production and it's so cool and it's in New York and Mm. it just seems like I've been there a couple of times but, like, as a musician, I feel like that would be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's funny with America, like, uh, there's so much – we're so cult- like culturally linked to America yeah. and, and their culture and you just can't help be drawn to it. Like, yeah. I would, yeah. I'd love to go to like, I'd love to go to like Canada and, and America mm, really yeah, like yeah. above all else. I think, yeah. um, I feel like, and I think what's really cool about the American music scene, um, and can or North America as a mm. continent is that how, ver- like how um, diverse it is yeah. and how there's, there's there's genuine career paths in multiple genres. Yeah. Like compared to Australia where yeah. it's just like, do you sound like Trouble J or yeah. like commercial pop? Then yeah. then nah. Yeah, sorry. We don't have yeah. anything for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. America is like fifty triple J's all yeah. focused on different genres. Yeah, you, you can know? move like, to Nashville or Austin or yeah. LA. Yeah. yeah. And there's like all the folk festivals in Canada. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I guess it's also just a bigger place and more people. So yeah. I guess there's that. Yeah, well, like what, over 10 times the population of Crazy. Australia will do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it would be a really, I think it'd be a real adventure, like mm. just going there. it'd now. be hard, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. It would tough. be so hard not yeah. knowing anybody. Yeah. And just literally. Turn up with your guitar. Guitar. Like, Hi, yeah. And just, can I sing it? Your yeah. Pub? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how um, Dylan started out. He yeah. literally just went to America and then played open mics and mm. then eventually did pay gigs and then he became as it was Bob back Dylan. then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. You sound good. Come to my studio. Let's yeah. record a song. Sign this contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah. nah, it'd be an adventure, a hard yeah. adventure, but. Yeah, Hopefully one day. One. We'll do yeah. it one day. Yeah, I'll see you over there. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet you in New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Maisie, this has been really lovely. It's been great to to learn a bit more about you and, yeah. and, and see how you're doing. You know, it's been tricky times. Yes, not been yeah. seeing you at shows because there haven't been that yeah. many. But, yeah, it's really nice to catch up. Yeah. So I've got one more question for you. Okay. Um, the hard one. This one. Yeah, this is, this is my, <laughs> my, my favourite one. Yeah. Um, what What is something or someone that you're grateful for? Ooh. And you can name a few things. Okay. There's a lot of things at the moment, especially having come out of a week of isolation. I think the main thing, it's kind of two things, like community I'm really grateful for, like my friends and my family and even just like going to the local coffee shop and having a chat to like the baristas, like it's just so, it means so much, especially after spending so much time on my own, like just, Mm -hmm. and the other thing, which is kind of in a similar vein, I think is just like connection with other people and also 
getting out into nature and just like just feeling connected to yeah I guess connection to my community Mm. in a way yeah yeah that's lovely (laughs) yeah it's funny like I haven't even thought about like I I used to love going to coffee shops and just like you have your local you get to know the baristas a bit yeah I haven't even thought about that in so long yeah because of everything yeah it's such a good vibe it's so as well like I love like going to a coffee shop and people watching as well. Yeah. Like, I, used to do, I used to do that a lot and just like, okay, let's find some inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Whose yeah. story can I write today? Guy in the blue yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Perfect. Thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah. Jim, yeah. And wonderful. You feel this, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Hope you feel better soon. Yeah. Wow, you're really stirring your coffee pensively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got to get back out there while we can, you know? yeah support our locals and feels good yeah oh yeah yeah well thanks so much for coming on pleasure thanks for having me